Welcome to the Hire Yourself Podcast. If you're ready to take control of your destiny, build wealth, and live life on your own terms, this is the place for you. Each week, Nat and I will talk about business, franchising, and personal growth to help make you more successful. Morning, Matt. Good morning, Pete. What's that pumped up today? Let's keep the energy high today. Always, always. You know what I'm pumped up about is I get to go to my happy place. I get to go to one of my favorite lakes of all time and spend the weekend at a friend's uh, cabin. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the best kind of cabin is when it's not your cabin, right? <laughs> exactly. Good point. So so we'll combine the, you know, going and it just, this puts me in the, the ultimate mood. I just, I can relax. I can decompress and stuff like that. So I'm super excited for this upcoming visit to the, to the lake. So today, what I thought we'd talk about is, is that, you know, if you're a senior level executive, we'll call it in the fifties or you're in the sixties, you know, you are with, with just in general age discrimination that's happening out there today, that combined with a lot of these companies downsizing and laying people off, you're at risk. You're at risk of being pushed out of your company or, you know, basically laid off. So I thought maybe what we do is if, if you're a senior level executive, you're maybe a little bit older, what do you do to protect yourself that you, if you're at risk of losing your job? I like Sound good? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, what do we think what would be the first uh, thing you could do as a senior level executive to, to kind of protect yourself? Like something that popped in my mind and I'm just joking, but you know, it would be like, go to the gym, work out more, have a good haircut, but uh, Anyways, I think staying updated and relevant is super important. So continuously updating your skills and your knowledge, you know, you don't want these young bucks to get, get the, the uh, jump on you. So you got to stay updated and relevant, I think. Yeah. yeah. Right. You always have to be learning. And if you stop learning, you're dying. So you, exactly. you got to, yeah. So, so they got to stay relevant. All right. What will be a second thing they could do to kind of um, protect themselves? Well, and I think one thing that is actually a huge strength and benefit is, you know, guys like us still know how to network and talk to people. <laughs> so building and maintaining your, your network, going to industry events. I mean, I think that that's probably a really good way to, you know, kind of keep yourself relevant is, you know, make sure you're dialed into your network and, and have, you know, you can help grow the company that way. Well, I think it's the standpoint is that I think a little bit about LinkedIn. LinkedIn mm-hmm. is your network. And so staying connected with people you've known over the years on LinkedIn, because you just never know when your past may cross again, or you may need them. And you don't want to be the person that you're reaching out. You haven't talked to them in 15 years, and then you're asking for their help as, you know, from a standpoint. So keep those networks, those relationships strong by being active in it. Yeah, that's actually a really good point with uh, LinkedIn specifically, right? Because I think even, you know, I think it would be, it's strategic to spend, you know, maybe whether you spend like one hour a week, like kind of time block it, spend, like try to spend some intentional time on it. It's also, you know, let's be honest, LinkedIn is kind of like an online resume to some extent. Yeah. So just even having a good headshot and keeping that updated and relevant is, is really, you know, can, can help you. So I think that 
Yeah, I think uh, that's know. like the third reason, right? The yeah. third thing they can do is they can keep the resume up to date, keep their LinkedIn profile up to date, all exactly. that stuff present. You they know, can, it's interesting. Well, I was going to say, even like just writing articles and commenting on other, you know, just being active online, I think is helpful. Well, I think, you know, my son applied for a job, right? He was talking to a recruiter and instead of creating a resume, mm-hmm. he just gave his LinkedIn profile. Yeah. Right. And so you need to always kind of keep that stuff updated. So you want to have that always current and ready to go in case you need it. My son is 18 and I was, you know, I did help him get, get a LinkedIn and I think he's all the way up to like three contacts. (laughs) But that's the other thing, you know, when you're online or on LinkedIn is, you know, adding contacts too. I think that helps you build a better online presence or LinkedIn profile too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, well, at least I know for my kids in college, they actually help them develop their LinkedIn profiles. Yeah. So, you know, they got cl- in classes, they actually kind of work on that kind of stuff. So it's, it's part of our, our world today. All right. We'll be a fourth thing they could do. I think it's good to always understand like job market trends. So kind of what's going on. Although I guess right now it might make you a little depressed, but <laughs> Understanding, you know, what's going on in, in, you, in your industry specifically and just in, in the job markets in general is helpful. Yeah. Like if you're a tech executive, you got to kind of start thinking, how do I expand my, my, my width? How can I go and maybe find other industries that are, that I, I can tie my experience to, but it's not a direct technology business. Exactly. What was the term you used to explore your, your width? Your width? Yeah. What's that? With them? What's in it for me? Okay. 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 I, yeah, I, I heard you say that. I wasn't quite a hundred percent sure. So what's, yeah, explore your what's in it for me. Is that what you're saying? Sort of. Yeah. I, I don't know if I said with, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, but I think no, it's more, but I think it's, it's this idea that if you see tech is going to go through some tough times here. And yeah. so if you can take your experience in tech and apply it to another industry or create a connection, so start looking beyond just your, your industry that you're in now, looking at market trends. I see it going this way, like yeah. AI, for example, we know a lot of stuff's going towards AI. How do I take my experience and shift towards that sector of AI? Right. And I think like, you know, at some point I would suggest for people to consider entrepreneurship because, you know, sometimes it's more fun and energizing just to go, you know, buy a franchise, like. Who care? You know, maybe it's a haircutting franchise, or maybe it's, you know, a yoga franchise or something. I mean, there's a lot of ways to make money out there, right? Well, and I think what your the point is is you take a and you start a business on the side, right? Mm-hmm. And you have a manager place and you watch over the manager. The term is executive model semi absentee. So if you can basically keep your corporate job and start that business on the side, if something happens, you get laid off. You have a business there. You have an income. You have something to fall back upon. And heck, it might even supercharge your retirement. Exactly. That would be a good podcast. Yeah, it would. All right, <laughs> let's do it. All right. Won't be another thing an executive could do if they're at risk. I think it's always important to understand the numbers. So just understand your financial situation, develop a budget, manage your expenses. Those are always things that I think are good, especially if you're thinking about making some changes coming up. You know, you want to have keep your powder dry, as I think you say it quite a bit. And, and just understand your, your personal financial statement. Yeah. And I think what Dave Ramsey would say, have like six months worth of 
you know, your monthly expenses saved, Definitely. right? That, that, that war chest, for lack of a better term. So you're not caught off guard. So if you get into it, you, you have some money there to cover your bills. All right. What'll be another thing they could do? I know a lot of people have used outplacement. You know, I'm not super familiar with that. Maybe what, what are your thoughts or experience with outplacement? Oh, I think they're great resources. When I left Ford, I got to use an executive outplacement service that Ford paid for. And it was an exceptional service. And I, and I made a great friend, the, the, the placement executive that helped me, he was, he was amazing and it ended up being a lifelong friend. So I, I'm oh. a big believer in outplacement services. So, you know, kind of starting to build connections there in case you ever need them isn't bad. Yeah, that sounds really good because those guys also kind of have their finger on the pulse of what, you know, what's going on in the job market. Yeah, absolutely. All right. What would be another thing an executive could do to be a little bit safer or prepared? I think starting like a consulting or like little freelance business on the side. I mean, there's a lot of things that you could do. It's also good just to exercise those muscles of, you know, providing a product or service and charging for it. You know, I think that there's huge value in doing something like that. Yeah, it's monetizing your experience, right? Yep. And your connections. And if you can set up a little consulting or uh, business on the side, that's not all bad either, right? You know what they say an expert is, right? No, what, what is an expert? <laughs> an expert is somebody that knows a little bit more than you do. <laughs> I, I like it. But, you know, it, you know, when I talk to executives when they're laid off, they say, well, I'm exploring my diff many different options. I maybe go back to the corporate world. I, I may start a consulting business. I might invest in a franchise. So it is certainly an avenue. What I find is, is that people that are trying to start consulting businesses, the hardest part is finding the engagements. Yes, 100%. Well, if but, you uh, were, if we're buffing up your LinkedIn profile, you know what I mean? You could start to kind of like this kind of a lot of what we've been talking about, if you kind of take that, I don't know if you'd call it short-term, mid-term or long-term, but if you're taking like maybe you have a two to three-year mindset and you start engaging more on social media, on LinkedIn, and you start writing content, you know, these things start to line up. So yes. then when you need it, you have already built it. And it's not like, you you know, it's not like you get red slipped and you just, you know, now you, now you trying to figure everything out. You already kind of put together a plan. Is it yeah, red slipped or pink slipped? I don't remember. Uh, it doesn't make any difference. It's just a bad slip that you get. <laughs> it's the probably bad not slip. done. It's probably not even done that anymore, right? It's, just it's text, probably just, they probably just, they just text, text you. you. Sorry. Thank you for your 30 years of service, uh, which is just crazy. Brutal. All right. What would be another freeze or another thing that executive would do to prepare themselves just in case? I think. You know, just making sure you're down into any professional organizations, like in senior care, obviously we have associations and groups, both like local here in Chicago and, and national, you know, so I think plugging into that and just better understanding what's going on, you know, throughout the, in your industry is always super helpful too. Yeah. Right. It, it keeps you abreast of what's happening. It continues to create those connections from that standpoint. So it keeps you relevant, keeps you in front of people of a standpoint. So no harm in being part of professional organizations, you know, perfect. All right. What will be another? I think just staying positive, like the glass is half empty, you know, it's like, just think about all the experience that you've gotten over the last, you know, 20, 30, 40 years. Right. And 
you just, it's a diamond in the rough. You just kind of have to figure out what to do with it sometimes. So I think staying positive, contributing, giving back. I mean, you know, even like something we didn't talk about, but you could volunteer, you know, help people that are less fortunate. There's so many things that we could be doing. And then just kind of keeping that positive mindset, you know, in our, in our, and gratitude, even you, you talk a lot about gratitude. I think gratitude is huge. Like just be grateful for, you know, the corporate experience that you do have and be open to opportunities that are on the horizon. When we think about a positive attitude, I think of a full glass of water, not a half a glass. Are <laughs> no. you sure it's not a vodka tonic? <laughs> uh, you know, that, that's a whole nother story. That's just, well, that I guess makes it positive too, right? So a little vodka to that glass. But anyways, it is about having the right mindset because you don't attract people with a negative mindset. Yes. And you attract success and an opportunity with having a mindset of gratitude. Agreed 100%. All right. All right. I'm off to my happy place. (laughs) We'll see you later. Thanks for listening to the Hire Yourself podcast. For more resources, check out our website at hireyourself.com. And remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive each episode. Please leave us a rating and we'd love to hear your feedback or suggestions for topics.